For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you and your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome into DC On Screen. This is episode 394. Today we are going to get super spoilery on Gotham 319. All will be judged. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> All will be judged. It feels right. <laughs> I had no objection. Oh, I felt like, I a little bit, I felt like we were already judged in this episode. Are you doing like a Barnes impression? Yeah. What, was was the was the Barnes portrayal, I mean, or Chickless's betrayal, uh, portrayal, betrayal, kind of, of mm-hmm. this character, our penance? A little bit. Was this the sentence? Anyway, we'll get to the recap. We'll talk about that in a second. Recap. <laughs> we'll get to the part where I have a feeling we have similar feelings on this issue. We haven't talked about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a little kind of a kind of a Herman Muster laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that was Mr. Ed. Yeah. So anyway, to recap, the Temple Shaman brings Bruce back to Gotham after relieving him of the last of his feelings. Penguin and Ed agree not to kill each other until after they've escaped. Selina tries to kill Doppel Bruce and fails, but Alfred knows about the situation now, and he's off to find his boy. Barnes is sent to judge slash execute Gordon, kills Catherine along the way, and joins the Gotham Missing Hand Club. Also, Gordon and Bullock find a crystal owl that might help them track down the Tetch virus bomb, but they'll have to beat Leslie to whatever she's up to now. Um, yeah. So, um... Dude, right out of the gate, Nigma hitting Penguin in the head. Like, everything with with, with Nigma and Penguin this was, episode. Was great, yeah. It, it was actually, uh, I thought, a pretty pretty strong episode short of Barnes. And, uh, yes. I, it's just, I, I think they told him to go too far. I'm not even sure it's Chickless's fault, because I liked what he did with Barnes, uh, you know, when he was Barnes. But as executioner, he's been, um, and it's a, an ongoing problem we have, is just that mm-hmm. extra bit of ham. <laughs> and I'm sorry, man. That that war paint that that eye makeup is just stupid. Just it was stupid. Bad. Like just a poor choice. Yeah. Why do I feel like you know for the first couple of years of of Arrow, Ollie Queen found a picture of him in the past somewhere? And went, oh, yeah, that could work. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I I, I did think that um you know getting it out of the way because there was a lot about this episode I really enjoyed, but getting this out of the way, uh, Chickless was awful. For most of the episode, uh, the, it's not his fault. The dialogue was was hammy. It was they, awful yeah, and over the top. Stunny dialogue, and and I think they just told him to go too far. Like they, I think he received poor advice. There was a bit where like 
Catherine leaves and he gets up on like the behind the desk in the courtroom and goes and now begins the trial of Jim Gordon yeah and then like the next time we see him he's like all right well that's over you've been you are sentenced to death what what just happened I thought were there middle scenes that I'm what happened during the commercials damn you (laughs) I was like is he gonna bring Lee up is he gonna bring Jervis up you know, has he somehow have have they somehow uh, you know procured a number of uh, of key witnesses mm-hmm. to uh, to to speak against Jim? No, no such luck. Nothing like that. I mean, it, re- it reminded me vaguely of like the No Man's Land scene with Harvey and Gordon, but um, not enough for me to be really proud of him. Hmm. Um. In fact, the the only thing I really liked about him here is the how he was used as a tool for plot advancement. Yeah, he just lopped Catherine's head. Right oh, that the was fantastic! Off. I was happy to see that. <laughs> she's, uh, she's like, "Stop this nonsense and take me out of here!" Nonsense, lop. This is justice. <laughs> like, mm, and nope. like for a second, I was like, "Did he just cut it?" Th- oh no, the head's fallen. The head's fallen. That thing's not attached. Okay. Um, this episode, though, I had several laugh out loud moments. Uh, some because they were warranted because they were earned because of character moments uh-huh. that were uh, hard-earned and built. Um, others were just because of how silly the show is and the show acknowledging it, such as Harvey saying, Barnes is in the wind? We just busted that dude five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, later he says, like, there's a nut job running around <laughs> in leather with an axe on his arm. I know this is Gotham, people, but come on! Yes, do something. <laughs> That was earlier in the episode, but it was phenomenal. Was it earlier? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, it was earlier. We pulled it again. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, um, even even there, you know, even among amongst the ham, we found a fair amount of joy. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, there was a nice. Um, there was a nice little uh, Gordon Bullock moment where <laughs> Gordon's like, "What's your problem with Lucius? He's smarter than me." Yeah, and they both. <laughs> Like they they just both kind of nod like yeah that's that's a real thing <laughs> yeah well I mean you know I don't think Gordon prides uh, himself as an intellectual I think he's just like Lucius is so smart that it pisses him off yeah that's a that's a fun bit of um I, I always like when characters are a little more aware self aware than they should be like when Bullock is like I can't even do a jigsaw puzzle I just smash the pieces in with my fist until they fit <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's not okay to admit in public, buddy. No, you're 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 the captain, <laughs> acting <laughs> captain, or no, just plain captain. I think now. Oh, one of my favorites. Why can't we search a place I'm interested in searching, like a brewery or a strip club? <laughs> you're just every every bit of class, aren't you, Bullock? Yep. Oh man. Um. So. Oh, and um. Some. I'm not sure if this was meant to be funny, but I laughed my ass off early on in the the show when um uh, by the way the selena bruce fight uh mm-hmm. r- r- well done well done um <sighs> but when when, well, Alf- I mean, when alfred gets involved like it, you know there's this is that um he has a nice line of like i'm gonna ask nicely or i swear you're gonna feel a whole lot of pain where is bruce and all that stuff but when they mm-hmm. started the headbutting contest i was just laughing yeah that was phenomenal i i started laughing 
when Alfred pulled Selena off of Doppelbruce and Doppelbruce Bruce just runs over there and like just hits her in the head with yeah. <laughs> whatever that was with like I think it was a uh what do they call it, a poker. Yeah, like the the fireplace poker. Yeah. Thing. That normally kills people, I thought, but you know. Like, you just hit her in, in the TV head. Land, like, Damn. At least. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, you know, she's still she's still full of Ivy's miracle cure thing. I whatever, guess. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the headbutting was was funny as hell. Like mm-hmm. it was just like I don't know whether I should just be in love with this scene or if I should hate this scene. I, I was all over way, the place I'm with it, but I, I did enjoy the hell out of it. So um, yeah, it it's, it's at least got that. And then, you know, Alfred later, he's got a couple of great lines. Like, um, he, he tells her, like, my boy's still alive. That boy's been loyal to you. He's He's been true. Now you're not even going to lift a finger. Like, it was a good character moment mm-hmm. with him and Selena. Yeah. Um, that was great. I did focus a little on my boy. Yeah. He's still alive. Yeah. And, and so, I, it, I don't, I'm not at all weirded out of, about him thinking thinking about oh. Bruce that way so paternally. That's no, fine no, no. with me. That's great. It does make me wonder if in the Gotham universe, that that old online fan theory about Alfred somehow being Bruce's biological father, having an affair with Martha, etc., some of that might be true. Eh. Just curious. I, I, think I wouldn't it, put it past Gotham. I wouldn't put it past Gotham in particular, but I've never cared one way or the other about that theory. Mm-hmm. Well, you know... I don't like the, the I don't like the version of that theory where Alfred actually goes like sets Thomas Wayne up to be murdered. And uh, well, yeah, he, yeah, he just happens to kill both. Yeah, but, when uh, yeah. when you involve that, it gets into like a weird Elseworld tale that I'm not. It it probably make for a great a great little Elseworld book, but it, mm-hmm. I w- I wouldn't include it as like part of my canon personally. When Bruce is about thirteen. Alfred tells him, I'm your real father, and instead of Batman, he becomes a butler. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. It's weird. Um, <laughs> no, he, uh, you know what? That he goes off to do a little bit of acting and then tale. comes back to be a Pennyworth when the time is right. <laughs> that might actually be the worst Elseworlds tale ever. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> no, Alfred's best line, though, I think, is when he's uh, he, he's <laughs> he goes in to question Catherine. And, um, oh. yeah, but I'm not a cap- cop, am I? I'm a butler. You just stabbed her hand. <laughs> that was fantastic, man. Like that, I I want so much more Alfred. I say this all the time, but I I love Alfred. He's so much fun. And He's always so much damn fun. The only reason I don't want an Alfred spinoff is because it would probably take him away from Gotham, and he's one of, of like the brightest lights on Gotham. He for is. Me. He absolutely is, and he's I think completely necessary for the Bruce transformation. I mean, he he's the first one who sits down and talks to Bruce about, well, if you're going to do what you want to do, they have to be rules. And yeah. Oh gosh, great! There's a great bit with uh, in the station where <laughs> Alfred admits that they've had some run-ins with the Court of Owls, and and Bullet goes, "If you guys provoked them or whatever," and he goes, "Uh, well, we we did break into one of their houses," and Bullock just rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fucking of course you did. Damn it, I hate this town. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, man. um, Good stuff. uh, Quick side note. I didn't have much to say about him, but it was nice to see Tetch rhyming again. Oh, my gosh. Tetch was great. Yeah, when you you give him actual poems, he's a poignant character, but... um, (laughs) <laughs> just have him stare out the window and out of a window and jabber. It's 
pointless. Yeah, uh, actually, since you brought that up, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and bring in our feedback. We actually have feedback oh, this week, cool. guys, Good. for Gotham. Glad um, to set that up. Yeah. Um, let's see. This guy sent me a uh, an email here. He says, uh, "Hey guys, this is Tim in Wheaton, Illinois." Uh, just wanted to say, great show. I listen to every show, and the girlfriend's even warming up to you, too. You said you don't get any Gotham feedback, so here you go. Last week, you weren't too happy with Mad Hatter, but I personally think this week he kicked ass. Really emotionally affecting. Not like, you know, enough to justify that bullshit with Lee at the end, but I guess they better be coming <laughs> up with the cure now. <laughs> or Jim could fill her full of lead. I'm all right with either. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing. Could not agree more with that point, buddy. Could not agree more. <laughs> Last thing. Riddles and feathers forever. <laughs> <laughs> now they could have a spinoff that I'd be happy with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, dude. Uh, yeah, he did a great job with Tetch, though. Um, yeah, he, uh, it, it was back to the part that we liked about Tetch, where he was kind of menacing in this weird, uh, whimsical way. Mm-hmm. That, you love Jim, I infect Mario, Jim kills Mario, your love turns to hate. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. That love dooms Mario. He's so vicious. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was good stuff. Yeah. And you, you would think it would give, uh, Lee a character who... <sighs> Only so many months ago, I was sitting here saying, like, this is one of the greatest scenes I've ever watched, where, like, she's sitting there with Jerome, kind of almost annoyed mm-hmm. with him, explaining the events that have happened since he was passed. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm sitting there watching her thinking, oh, man, Lee's awesome. And now I really am at the same point, uh, same point he is. Like, it, if, if somebody puts a bullet in her head, that's fine with me. They have destroyed this character, and I hate it because I love Miranda Barker. Yeah. And, and I love such uh, a good Lee Tompkins. Character. Yeah. I love the character from the books and from the animated series. I love both, both versions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they have just run her through the ground, man. By the way, jumping back to um, what's what's uh, <laughs> Executioner, how do you plead? This is a great line from Jim. Made me laugh really hard. If you're asking, did I shoot your crazy ass and send you to Arkham? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to mention it earlier, but I like that line. Yeah, it was good, and you know, it was a, it was a cute little ploy to uh, to buy himself just another uh, couple minutes there. The grenade almost worked, but uh, yeah, the mm. like I, I deserve to die with my badge, and like that little piece of Barnes that's still. Oh yeah, that's still there. Yeah, but that and that scene was actually shot subtly. You could tell that Barnes is. Kind of, I think they're telling him to be crazy. Yeah. And by the way, the only thing worse than his act than his acting or whatever his performance as the executioner was that awful robot sound that his little oh his that little axe hand made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks stupid. It, it doesn't look very menacing. It looked weird. I I think it would look better if they put it back on now because it's going to be like proportional with that piece of uh, you know shotgunned off arm missing. How many mm-hmm. hands are they going to remove in this damn show? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Um, if you had a weird dream, would you knock a glass of wine into the floor? I would not. Okay. it's another point off for Lee. Yeah. I'm with you, Tim. Um, <laughs> I mean, there are things you would knock in the floor, but like not things you'd actually have to clean up later. Yeah, it's just like. Also, that looked like the kind of glass, the the kind of glass that like you buy as part of a set, and now you've got like that. that, That's um, 
That's just weird. Yeah. So, um, what you got? I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I I was going to wait on it. Sorry. Um, I, I, another just scene I really loved, um, (laughs) like the, the blue dart and then penguin just, just banging that food tray and just like, yes, sort of just, just before he passes out, almost smiling, watching Ed get the crap kicked out of him, (laughs) get batoned. (laughs) Yeah. I dig, (laughs) I dig this dynamic. We, We need to keep this going for a while. Oh, and I was cracking up, dude. Like, like when Enigma blows the dart into Penguin's neck, and he like falls down, and like Ping and sorry, Ed just like laughs his ass. Yeah, off. yeah, that was great. Those two are they're really great together. I, I mean, and I thought they were good together early in the the year when they were partners, but uh, mm-hmm. those two as almost it's like just past frenemies. If 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 you have frenemies on a scale, it's seventy percent. 80% enemy and 20% friend. Yeah. Like, people who'd kill each other in a, heart, in, in, in a heartbeat, but they have so much history that there's, like, some... It's, it's something worth watching there. It's really fantastic right now. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's good stuff. I, 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 That's one of my favorite aspects of the show, is, is their chemistry. I'm glad we're kind of coming back to that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it worked the whole time it was there, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're running back in that direction. Now, uh, as far as directions, what what are they what what the hell are they going to do with Lee? What what was going on there? <laughs> also, is there a part of you that's not tempted to splice that in with the weird footage from the uh the Reavers with that needle that um uh that uh, she did, that she did use? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Like that's yep, yeah, that's what was in the needle. Mystery solved. Only 35 years later. However long that was. Uh, yeah, it- Except I've I've heard what that needle actually was for. Uh, I mean, I've heard on some AMAs too. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil that for anybody if you didn't want to know. Yeah, it ain't it ain't pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I don't like uh, I don't know that I have much more for this episode oh. specifically. Um, well, no, we didn't we didn't talk at all about uh, the 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 shaman and uh, Bruce. Uh, oh, we, we, was there more to that, really? I mean, he took away his emotions. and I, I'm assuming he'll get his emotions back. It seems like it's all just kind of high-fangled brainwashing to me. Here's my question, though. Um, it does seem like high-fangled brainwashing, but there's like a moment when Bruce is answering his question and when Bruce is like watching the guy cut off his pinky where I, I, I felt like I almost saw Bruce, just re- regular Bruce. Like, There's a part of me that thinks that he, he may just be taking advantage of, of, of this guy's training and trying to get back to gotham like back to back to alfred and back to the fight yeah you think he's just faking it there was a part of me that like I, there was one scene in particular where where i i thought is he faking it yeah there's just something Mizus did with his eyes okay and it wouldn't surprise well, me yeah. at all i mean bruce is uh it's one of the strongest kids i've i remember seeing in fictional history i mean oh yeah no it feels like you know you're right you're probably right it's, it's probably he's probably faking it and then like shaman will like He'll like turn the you know turn the tide on Shaman real quick and take him down for the finale, and then like Shaman will have to answer to Rachel Ghoul and Rachel will be like, "Dude, no one's ever, no one's ever done How that. Did you no one's ever just tricked you." The weird acupuncture thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Sorry. I am looking forward to the next couple of weeks, and they're they're going to wrap it up with a two-hour finale. I think we have uh, was it Pretty Hate Machine coming up next week. Yeah, and then you got Destiny Calling and Heavy Dirty Soul, a lovely mm-hmm. Twenty One Pilots reference. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, looks like uh, next week Bruce is gonna push the button, like Plucky Duck. Push the button. 
I'm gonna push the button. <laughs> <laughs> Gotham, go down the hole. Mm, I missed that sketch. I'm gonna go back and find that soon. <laughs> <laughs> thing made me laugh. Seriously, when I was a kid, like we we the the down the hole thing for the rest of that school year. <laughs> everyone, yep. every one of my peers down the hole. Yep. Every time there was an opportunity for it. I would just hear it randomly yeah. in the bathroom. I'd go in there to pee. Somebody else would be in the stall somewhere. I'd hear a flush, and I would hear someone come out down the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and we was, all laughed. We had a good time. It was it was big for us too. As um, and there wasn't even like I didn't even like I loved that initial episode with the toilet. This is you know, but uh, when it became when it was the elevator. The elevator sketch, sketch is the ele- one where it yeah. really took off. Yeah. Elevator go down the hole. Elevator go down. Yeah, I shouldn't. Uh, elevator go up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say that too many times. I won't be able to get it in my head tomorrow. Yep. All right. Um, I think we're done with this episode. You feeling good about it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was happy to see Alfred come back. He he's been a little quiet on as far as his presence on the show, and I'm I'm really happy he's back. It looks like he's going to be participating oh, he, heavily. Came back with a vengeance. He, he came back big and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way I like my Alfred. <laughs> That's a little weird. I just, I have to say All something right. weird to end the show. I feel like. I know. It's almost tradition. Uh, <laughs> it's not a tradition. I might be. I don't know if it's tradition so much as a. Um, Personality flaw. I don't know. I was going to say disorder. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode for free, by the way, at dconscreen.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for DC On Screen. Uh, one word. Uh, email us at dconscreen at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me at David C. Robertson on Twitter. And uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, 205-259-6331. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com. We're going to be coming right back with our review of Lucifer 217, Sympathy for the Goddess. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.